Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he <laughs> he's no joker. Original, he's no poser. No competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Alrighty, welcome, welcome, welcome to a Thursday edition of the Taz Show. Actually, Wednesday, and uh, that's okay. Tomorrow will be Thursday's edition. It's a Wednesday edition. Rushing through the week. Welcome to the Taz Show. I appreciate everybody downloading the show. If you're doing that at Spotify or TuneIn or iTunes, maybe you're listening live at uh, Radio.com on their app. Radio.com app, or maybe at Radio.com's website, or TazShow.com. Appreciate that if you're listening live. That's awesome. That's great. Going to discuss uh, some uh, SmackDown. I watched it. This was the go-home SmackDown for Survivor Series, which is this Sunday. So I have a lot to say about this. Uh, I thought it was a good SmackDown, and I will discuss it. Uh, But someone forgot there was a game. Wink, wink. Someone missed the game. Someone didn't get the memo, and I'll get into that in this episode uh, discussing what happened on SmackDown yesterday. Negative Nelly Jones. I can smell it already. Uh, Also, college football. College football rankings. I'm going to get into that in this episode uh, because they came out yesterday. Every week they do the college football playoff rankings. So, um, you know, I cover that heavily here. That's that's the gimmick. Uh, Before we do that, um, I wanted to say, so there was some stuff on social media from the show and from me. Basically talking about a, a couple things. Uh, we're going to do a Sunday night, this Sunday night, a special Survivor Series special. That's right, bitches. We're going to do a Survivor Series post-show, post, P-O-S-T, post-show special. Right after Survivor Series. And that'll be coming to you live, live, 11 p.m. Eastern to whenever we're done. So that could be 30 minutes or it could be seven hours. I don't know how long it's going to be. Uh, they didn't. They said you don't need an expiration date, sir. In this one, you're okay. Thank you, CBS. I love you too. And this one will not, unfortunately, be on CBS Sports Radio, and it will not be on WFAN and all the broadcast stations. Reason reasons are on that. There was, if you don't know, if you're not a radio fan or a tri-state area radio fan, you, you know there's a lot going on. And even if you are aren't. You know, I've been talking about it. You know, the, the, the lineup at WFAN is changing. Actually, today there's a big announcement on the actual firmed-up um, lineup. You know, who's going to... Um... Well, actually, the team for the afternoon has been announced. That meaning Mike Francesa, as you guys know, uh, he's, he's leaving. And uh, his deal's up at the end of the year. And he will... That's a five- or six-hour slot, whatever the heck it is, on WFAN. And the guy is the Pope as far as radio here in New York. So um, they are filling it with a three-person team of Chris Collin, um, Maggie Gray, and Bart Scott, the linebacker, played for the Ravens, played for the Jets. Can't wait! 
You know Bart Scott. Wrestling fans know him, too. He's a big wrestling fan. I actually met Bart Scott at a TNA show, Dennis. I don't know if you're aware of that. What do you mean, no? <laughs> Bart Scott. Uh, that, yeah, we met Bart Scott. Uh, he was a uh, uh, take two. Hey, Bart. Hey, Bart. Hey, Bart. That's your new name, Dennis. Oh, hi, I would, Bart. I would oh, Dennis. gladly take that. That's a high compliment. You like the name Bart? I don't like the name Bart per se, but Bart Scott was uh, one of the no, best. No, no, no. I'm not. No, you're Fart. Your name is Fart. Oh, see, I thought you said Bart. I didn't. I misheard. You are Fart Jones. That's your new name. Um, no. <laughs> I met Bart Scott. He was at a TNA show. No one cares. Whatever. So, so no one cares. He's, he's, he's a good guy. You know. I mean, it's fine. It's okay. So, uh, but so Francesca is going away, and they're replacing him with uh, a three-person team. So. Um, a lot of people are giving this three-person team in the New York markets and Tri-State area already before they even do a show. They're like knocking the team. Give people a chance. Let people do a show. Let let them build the chemistry. Let them figure it out. Don't just why are people chopping them up already? It, it, it's it's worse than the wrestling uh, business. Like with that kind of crap. Like relax. Let let them do a show. Give them a chance. You know. The people in charge of programming kind of know what they're doing. Let them let them figure it out. God, it's not like ass kissing Jones, right, Dennis? Oh yeah, it's it's you got some smooches. <laughs> Office boy Jones, that's me. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll, don't worry, I'll pull that. I'll send that down to corporate. No problem. Ah, <laughs> uh, we do love the wrestler. He's good. <laughs> God, the wrestler's good, man. He's such a good guy. He had high yeah, praise for us today. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Mr. Pento, everybody on the 40th floor, 44th floor hates him. That's because he can't help himself. So um, anyway, so they're putting the a three-person team together. That'll be announced, I guess, firmed up today. And also, um, in the morning show on WFAN is obviously changing, uh, where Craig, Craig Carton is not on the show, and, and now Boomer Esiason will have a new partner. So that will be announced today, um, this morning, I believe. So that that's uh, that's that. now. If you don't live in New York, you might not care about this. But um, you know, uh, why did I bring this up? Oh, uh, that's why. Okay. You got Special. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, you're a producer. Calm down. I'm the star. Okay, <laughs> I'm here to guide so, you. Yeah, I'm the star. Don't tell me what to do. So uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that, so this is the, I'm not making excuses, it's a shoot. So things got lost in the shuffle, and then there's a lot of different fill-ins, things that have been happening with CBS Sports Radio and WFAN. So for us to just slip in and do a special, even though it's on a Sunday, it's not as easy as, all right, just, yeah, let Taz in and let the Taz show in and let's do it right after Survivor Series, 11 p.m., turn the lights on, turn the switch on, let's go live. It's not that easy. There's a lot involved. Uh, with advertising and stuff like that and with programming and there were other shows that would then would have to be off that night and so it just didn't work out so it's not we're not doing a survivor series post-show special on cbs sports radio and we're not doing it on the broadcast stations but we are doing it live live like we do now we're streaming it live uh it'll be live from the gimmick clubhouse and um i believe i will be there well i'm pretty sure i'll be there um, meaning on the show. Am I on the show? Yeah, I'm on the show. I'm on the show. I'll be there. Uh, you are Dennis the show. Jones, the, the site. Yes, I am. Dennis Jones, the uh, um, biz dev guy, and the executive known as Seth, the KFJ. He will be part of that thing, too. Uh, Anthony will be floating around, I believe, too. Uh, we're not sure if we're doing video yet on the special. And is that true? 
I am waiting for confirmation, but as, yeah, mum is the word right now. Well, yeah, because there were some changes. Let, let's be honest. Let me, before I get on with the show, let's tell people. So <clears throat> the cameras, I think you t- discussed this. The cameras, uh, people know, in the gimmick clubhouse were being pulled out because we're moving, as you guys know. Everybody's moving to a you know, different studio downtown from Midtown. So a lot of the cameras are out of the gimmick clubhouse, right? So now there some cameras might be coming back in and that goes into a whole nother thing for because in december there uh, this whole big show the taz show i gotta get into that god there's so much to do anthony and help me here help me uh you were doing a good enough job right there man you explained everything perfectly and i need your help with this come on well as of right now just to elaborate on what you said the fancy damn cameras that we use for yes. The perfect shot, the one shot, is currently not with us. We're trying to bring it back in. And yes. uh, it there, left there's, us. A, <laughs> there's parts all over the place right now as far I as know. the studio. Yep, yep, yep. It, it, that's the truth. Walking aside, that is the truth. So that's what the heck is going on here. So, uh, so as far as Sunday, we're going to do a special, and it'll be 11 p.m. right after the Survivor Series. And the Survivor Series is going late. I will jump on while it's on. Uh, there's a lot of other stuff to tell you. So there's also, um, we got to talk about the Tazathon. That's something that might be going down here soon. That's a whole nother. That's not my idea. And I'm not even crazy about this friggin' idea, but I'll get into it, what these people want me to do, okay? It, it's damn near abusive of an employee. Okay, let's be honest. So, uh, also, there will be a, uh, Dennis, how about this? Uh, do you know about the fantasy draft? <laughs> Thanksgiving fantasy draft that might be happening? I've uh, I've heard some there's some murmurs around the office. People are like, "Is Taz going to about to do another fantasy yeah, draft?" Some fans were tweeting about it, and then uh, Pimento and Seth saw it because they troll my Twitter, and they're like, oh, "Yeah." Well, okay. Seth did one of his uh his like medieval times announcements in the hallway yesterday. Hear ye, the- hear ye, gather around, forty fourth floor members. There shall be another fantasy draft. Huzzah! <laughs> but yet, no one told me. So, <laughs> yeah, that I was nice. He took it upon himself. I'll show yeah, you, no. lead producer. That was nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jesus. So, yeah, we're, we're going to drop a audio podcast, a, a podcast only how am I doing? Take two. An audio-only podcast. A That will, uh, yeah, that's going to be cool, actually. It'll be a fancy draft. And I sh- should we discuss the topic right now? Maybe not. Nah, I guess, I don't know. I mean, no, it's, it's, we, we'll talk to the graphic. We'll talk to the graphics team first. Yeah, we've never done this topic for a fancy draft. Even before Dennis was, like when the captain was on it and. Um, Buy a hat. Who else? Uh, a lot of other people did the fancy dress. They were a lot better with all the other people. Well, Mike Tenay, myself, and and Seth, those were the, the classic, uh, you know, fancy drafts. Um, but uh, you know, I can't get Mike. He just he just doesn't work well in the morning, uh, especially when you live in Las Vegas. So, but yeah, no, the fantasy um, the fantasy draft uh, for Thanksgiving. It's going to be awesome. You guys are really going to love it. It's a cool topic. Um. Hmm. When is Thanksgiving? Uh, Thursday. 
I know that. Which <laughs> Thursday? That was a layup. Uh, the twenty, the twenty third. So that's not this. That's not tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. I was like, if Thanksgiving was tomorrow, I I better go food shopping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need a turkey. Step. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah. So um, I don't know. I mean, it's a cool topic that we're gonna do, Dennis. You know this, right? I know you know the topic because we had a late discussion about this. I I like the topic idea. Um. And it'll be it'll be fun to discuss because obviously you've with thirty years experience, Seth being the uh, I'm an expert. I know I know I'm a wrestling historian. Of course. So th- there'll be a bunch of there'll be a bunch of different fantasy drafts to be had. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's I, I'm I oh, man I don't know what to do. I, you know me I can't keep a secret, but I better with this one. It's gonna be a cool. It's a different fantasy draft. It's wrestling. It's wrestling related. You got to talk wrestling. It's a wrestling related. It's definitely wrestling. You guys will love it. But you will have it Thanksgiving morning. And there'll be no show the day after Thanksgiving. So what's going to happen is you guys can just, if you don't get a chance on Thanksgiving, you're with family, you're watching football, doing whatever, and you don't want to or can't hear the special fancy draft uh, podcast that uh, we drop, you can check it out uh, on Friday because there'll be no Tash show. Or on a weekend, whatever you want to do. That's did, your problem. Did you Any, tell them about the super secret uh, podcast, where we're going to compare okay. we're going to compare our favorite wrestlers to our our, our turkey our Thanksgiving meals? Uh, maybe this is part of what you're doing with dead air. I, <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking about. No, bro, I, I'm not doing what you just said. I never heard this. Why are you people? Why are you people having meetings and doing t- deciding for my content? What well, uh, that's bad. That's not right. It's not. And, and they're speaking on that, okay? <laughs> this Tazathon. Okay, why did Seth, this was all Seth's idea, and then he, he, this is what Seth does, ladies and gentlemen. He goes to the bosses. He tells them, I have this really great creative pitch for Taz's show. His fans, they're rabid. They love everything he does, and this will be great. He, that's great. And Seth is a huge advocate for the show and me. The problem with Seth is he doesn't talk to me first. He goes right over my head. So now I'm handcuffed. I can't do nothing. And Dennis, you just go along with anything anybody says. Oh, yeah, that's great. Taz will do it. Oh, yeah. Because, right, you saw one of the boss in the hall. Do you think Taz would want to do this uh, this Tazathon? Look, oh, yeah, Taz loves to work. He, he loves his fans. He do- Did my, you not say this? My, my exact back? words were lock it in. I don't care what day he's in. I, I feel very confident speaking on behalf of him. He will have no problem yeah. with this. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm walking around, you know, the freaking uh, uh, the garden picking out pumpkins. La, la, la. I'm out in the farms, you know, like, happy I did my show. I'm going to pick up. And I'm getting text messages. Yeah, can you do a marathon Taz show? I'm dropping pumpkins in the fields. What? You know, so, like, what are you talking about? So, basically, <clears throat> they're looking for me here to do... And then, then the tweet goes out. That's always great. When you put the tweet out to the audience, like, you know, from the Taz Show account. Yeah. yeah These that... people, Dennis, they don't care about my my life. They want me out here grinding every day. The the poll's insane. It's the most lopsided poll we've ever done. <laughs> Very. Did you have the you have the poll in front of you? We just broke from a meeting discussing a Tazathon. A one-time marathon show, about five to six hours, video special. 
towards the end of the year late in the week. Would love your thoughts. The choices were do it and don't do it. In a landslide, do it one, or is it's still going on, but do it's leading 91% to 9%. Son of a bitch. I had everybody I know that's not involved with wrestling with a Twitter account tweet, don't do it. Okay? Including me. I, not, not tweeted, vote. I voted, don't do it. Oh, Ant and I were using our burner accounts to help you out. Uh, dude, they are looking for me to do, and you said he'll do it, either a four, five, or six-hour show. One day in December. What are you, nuts? Insanity. Insanity. What am I, Francesa? This guy's the Pope. He's the Pope of radio. I'm, I'm not. I'm nowhere near. His, this guy's the, he's the man. He does that every day. Six hours. I'm running the game. Unbelievable. Now they want me to up it. Ah, you got to earn your money. What the fuck? What have I been doing? (sighs) So it's supposedly a big show. Then they were talking about trying to get some of the, you know, some of the uh, former 30 to 40 producers of the Taz show to come on to like special rotating door type thing. Come on in, uh, Big Robbie. Yeah, you guys remember Robbie. Oh, yeah, so they're trying to do that. And, oh, Handsome Johnny's in the building. Oh, let's bring in the one and only, the handsome one. Handsome Johnny, come on in. You know, like one of those things, you know. Apparently going to reach out to the captain, I guess. Buy a hat. You ain't doing it. I thought he's a tough man to nail down. Oh, yeah, he's very busy. He's very busy. Brian, Brian, he'll jump on. Oh, he's very much looking forward to this. Seth will be all over this thing. Oh, God, he will not. We got to get food, too. We're gonna, I'll, have to, I'll have to go on Grubhub and just get food for everybody. <laughs> I'll have to pay for it. Usual, that's the usual routine. Free plug, Jones. I'll get fired for that comment. That's nice. I guess we'll probably try to run video for a four to five to six hour show. <laughs> Here's the thing about this Tazathon. It looks like it's probably going to happen. I'm kind of, I don't have much of an option. I'm not going to give you the date yet because they're throwing around a few different dates, but I will tell you this in all sincerity and all seriousness, ladies and gentlemen, pay attention. There will be a guest on that show. That's never been on the show. Big guest. Dennis, only two people know who this guest is, and now you're one of them. You know who it is. Yes, I do. Don't say too much, because I know how you are. You're a blabbermouth. Okay. Yeah, you will just don't. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, I was going <laughs> to say everything, Taz. No. Will people be surprised? Uh, I certainly was, so I would envision the fans of the show would be equally as surprised, if not more. Way to sell it. So, um... <laughs> I, I'm shocked. Is that a better word? I actually... Shocked? I might have been shocked. It was... Well, I heard your voice when when you were told 
who the guest would be, and you were. You sounded shocked. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised. I uh, yep. people, people will be happy. Pleasantly surprised, yes. Yeah. So I'm going to just leave it at that. I, I'm not going to say yet, but it's 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 pretty cool. So we're looking at that. That's all going to be part of the Tazathon. Big, big mouth out. Big mouth out. Yeah. So Tazathon's coming at you. I don't want to do it. And I don't know, dude, what are we going to do with this? Are we, are we going to be going live like 8 a.m. to like 2 p.m.? Now, when, I, when we use the word here, Tazathon, this is not like a, a telethon, like where there's money. For, there's no money involved. There's no raising of money. None well, of I mean, if people want to donate to help provide food, we're more than happy to accept donations. <laughs> I, I know I certainly am. <laughs> no, you are. Uh, no, we're gonna. We we might be starting this thing, and I'm gonna get to talking about SmackDown in a minute. Sorry, guys. We're just. I'm just kind of shooting the poop with you people a little bit about this. Kind of bringing behind. It. I like. I like bringing the audience behind the scenes of what happens. You know, when we're not on the air. Oh, by the way, on the Tazathon, is there a way? I know he's busy with his schedule. Is there a way to lock down uh, Pat McGroin? Uh, depending on the time we if. It, if it's during business, it some of it should run during business hours, correct? What? Like, we'll... Yes. <laughs> yes, Pat will be. <laughs> uh... the thing I'm Pat is... McGroin. I'm a simple man and the best of what we got. Woo! We might give him two <laughs> hours. We got, I mean, since we're doing a Tazathon. <laughs> it's, yeah, Tazathon is, is a playoff of Marathon, apparently. This was all sets IP. All of it. This is not my idea. Well, it's all your IP, not... buddy, because my IP is your IP. We all <laughs> IP together. There. He goes to the big bosses and pitches stuff. And Taz, guess what we're doing? Oh, really? Great. Did you call my agent? <laughs> oh, I forgot that phone call. <laughs> Frick. So it might not be 8 a.m. Eastern when we do the show. We might start this show later. That's on the docket, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, pay attention. Okay, you people. This show, this Tazathon, might be a one-time-only gimmick in December, early December. Like a kind of end-of-year, happy-go-lucky, joy-joy gimmick. And long hours of a show that might not start at 8. It might start later, and it might be like, through lunchtime into like early afternoon, like with, let, hypothetically, this is not for sure, but we might start the show apparently from what I'm hearing, like 10 a.m. and go to like 3 p.m. or 3:30 p.m. How's that? Is that not just insane, dude? It sounds daunting. We'll throw some Facebook Live in there. Um, we might not be able to do video the whole way. We might do where half of the show is video, like the second half might be video. There's a lot. There's so much on the docket here to cover. And I'm not even really, I'm just, I've really become just a front man. That's what I am. I'm like Axel Rose in, in Guns N' Roses, just a front man. She's got a smile and it seems to me reminds me of childhood Memories. Oh, oh, sweet child of mine. You think Seth and Axel are related? Oh, oh, oh. What? <laughs> no. The, their voices are very similar. 
you know Guns N' Roses, they do a song called My Michelle. What a song. Not, not wasn't real popular one on the radio. I hope we don't I'm go not... down this road again. No. <laughs> no, we won't. We won't. No, no. My Michelle is a really, really fast, like good song, like a good song. I, I, I know, I know the words a little bit. I don't know what the hell it, what, what the song means, but I, it's a great song, My Michelle. It wasn't one of the popular ones on the radio, like November Rain and like um, Sweet Child of Mine and. Uh, We'll see all the big one. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. That was kind of big. Welcome to the jungle. We got money games. Like a carnival walker doing the song. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. We got money games. Jimmy Durante. Doing Step song. right up to the jungle. <laughs> you can win a prize. <laughs> Oh, Nelly. That November Rain was a real big song in the EC dub days, for those that don't know, because it was a pay-per-view pay in November to remember. And Heyman did some of his best production work as a producer with that November Rain video. Everybody wanted to see the November to remember video, closed out the year for us using the Guns N' Roses November Rain, intertwining the footage of the Slash playing guitar and Axel Rose, otherwise known as the KFJ. Singing. By the way, dude, you got me thinking that it is kind of like maybe you got to do a song with the crew, a Guns N' Roses song as Seth. God, that's money. It would definitely be November Rain. It's such a beautiful song. <laughs> and nothing lasts forever, and we both know hearts can change. <laughs> and I'll just end up walking. They call me the KFJ. <laughs> See, a lot of, uh, eh, I don't want to go there. All right, so, um, oh, jeez, I got to go to break already. Unbelievable. All right, I'll start a break. I'll get into the college football playoffs, get into SmackDown. Actually, yeah, I don't know what you will do first. We'll do one of them first. I'll tell you right, right now. Well, we'll do the SmackDown first. We'll get into that. We'll get some phone calls going. Uh, who wasn't at the attack on SmackDown? From Raw. Who's missing? I'll tell you. I'll decide a break. Sit tight. Here on this Wednesday edition, Wednesday edition, Wednesday edition of that show. Going to talk SmackDown a little bit here. Who was missing from SmackDown? Who was missing from the attack by Raw? I'll get into that in a minute. Get some phone calls going. Hey, the support for the Taz show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that the home plays a gigantic role in your life and family. That's why they created a simple, simple process called Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence that you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And like I'm saying to you, it's very simple. You people know that. You fans of the Taz Show understand. You know the support that I have for 
uh, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans and that they have for the Taz Show. So no matter if you're looking for uh, your first house or your 10th, it doesn't really matter because with Rocket Mortgage, you get a simple, transparent online process that give you the, gives you the confidence that you need to make an informed decision for your family and for yourself. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply. Understand fully. Mortgage confidently. So please, to get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. So there you have it, Rocket Mortgage. Uh, let's go to uh, Bakersfield, California, and speak to Robert. Robert, you are on the Taz Show. How can I help you? Hey, Taz. I had a question, uh, one, about Survivor Series and the titles, and two, I just needed to bury Dennis because as a bearded fat man, he's making me look bad. Okay, so uh, why don't you talk about uh, Survivor Series first, and then the burial shall begin. <laughs> well, how are they going to determine what titles more important with these uh, champion versus champion. For example, AJ Styles just won the WWE title, but Brock Lesnar has the Universal title, who which isn't as hasn't been around as long as the the WWE title. So, are you going to put over the Universal title that you're trying to make, or are you going to try to put over your new champion? Well, I don't think uh, it's not, about. Uh, I, I I don't. I, a couple things, and, and it's a good point, and I agree. Um, that's this is why. Uh, check this out. This is why, Rob, you don't see this type of thing a lot, where it's champion versus champion from one brand to the other, because you know someone has to lose. I I remember like talking years ago, Robert, like uh, in locker rooms, and like when we were trying to give you a good example. Okay, like in TNA, when I was the color commentator at TNA, I remember talking to some of the brass at TNA saying. So we're doing some stuff, some business with some of the Japanese companies, trying to do some business. And there was a chance that it was going to be like a super show where it was all, all guys against their guys, full card, like the whole thing. But the toughest thing is uh, how, who wins? Who wins for who? You know, that's like it's tough. Like, it's same thing with this. So because uh, fans are going to look at like, well, is Brock more important than AJ if Brock wins? Or is the Universal title, which is the newer title, not important enough because it's newer because AJ just won? You know what I mean? So it's a little tough. And it's not just that. It's with the tag team titles. It's with, I think that's why we've seen a lot of these. Uh, the card has changed so many times. Like now you got Charlotte Flair as the women's champion uh, uh, from SmackDown going against the Raw women's champion, Alexa Bliss. This card has changed so much. And I'll get into that a little bit. I'll get into your burial here because uh, uh, on uh, on Dennis. What is it that you have to bury him on? Please, Robert, tell me. He needs to just be better. I mean, you've been telling him this for months. He doesn't articulate properly. I'm a bearded yes. fat man. I can articulate my thoughts. I don't say um, um, and I have original thoughts. He needs to just be better. Uh, he does need to be better, uh, Robert. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. Robert. I appreciate the, the uh, constructive criticism. Uh, Dennis, I can help you better with Robert than you can help yourself. Just don't talk with me, Dennis. Trust me. Uh, I the mean, guy hates you. I, stop you. Um, he's, he's making the bearded fat community look bad. And yeah, it's well, I know, but listen to me. I agree, Robert. He's horrible. But the thing is this. The thing is this. You feel like his articulation of words, he does the hum, the mm, and all this, is bad. I do that, too. A lot of people do that. And it's conversational radio so i'm i know you're quasi joking if you're just telling me dennis needs to get better period i'm in 
Um, but too. I mean, I'm still waiting for a word of mark uh, of markology. I, I mean, I, I know I use burial, and I apologize mm-hmm. for that, but I can't remember the word that markology in a markology what we're supposed to use because I haven't seen it on my Twitter feed because he hasn't given oh. it to you. There it is. Robert's correct. And I, I really don't – Robert, I apologize on behalf of the Tash Show. Dennis, do you want to say anything about to Robert for this? I mean, because he's right. Yeah, give me uh, one second. I'm oh, God. emailing you now. Hold on. Emailing who? Me or Robert? You. I don't have Robert's email at the ready. Oh, yeah. Everything on the show is a work. All these callers are all plants. You know that. Uh, Robert, thanks for calling. Yeah, I'll work on getting – I'll, yeah, I'll work on a, uh, I'll work on getting a new producer for 2018. Thanks, buddy. Take care, Robert. All right, so there you go. Uh, what do you, what, are you emailing me like the, the list so I can get it to the art team? Yeah, just sent. Oh, great. I have nothing else to do to get that to the art team. All right, so we'll work on that. Uh, but the, obviously, the audience is upset with the producer, and that's, uh, that's obvious. So look, about SmackDown last night. So, <sighs> good show, good show, good go home. Just like Raw was a good go home for, for for you know Survivor Series, good show. Not throwing a flag on the show. I'm not. I like the show. I obviously one of the things that jumped out to a lot of fans, including me, was Charlotte winning the SmackDown Women's Title in her hometown of Charlotte, and her dad surprising her there. Um, that was that was definitely very cool. I mean, obviously, so awesomely cool. It was great to see. It was a great TV moment, a great moment in general. I don't like what WWE did while right after we saw Rick embracing his daughter. I don't like that they put a graphic up for the next match. I thought they should have just went to break and just let let that moment breathe. I don't think they should have went to sell mode. Not at all. I think that felt clunky. Uh, again, might be nitpicking, but eh, you know, I'm in the business, as they say, TV business, TV guy. You know. I'm just telling you. If you go back and look, they put a graphic up. I want to say it was for <clears throat> Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus The New Day. I think that's the graphic. I'm not looking at a cheat sheet, but I think that's what happened. Didn't like that part. Real, a real legitimate emotional moment where you put the title on Charlotte and congratulations to Charlotte. Well deserved. It's a great moment for her in her hometown. She cut a great promo from the heart. And it was real. It wasn't written. It was nice to hear the stuff she said to Charlotte. Hey, you guys know my family, the ups and downs of my family. We're trying to get it right, that type thing. It was real. I'm not from Charlotte. I, I you know, I, 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 I but I, I felt like she was talking to me. Like I could understand what she, like what she was saying about her family and that, like I guess on the local news, never there was issues over the years with Ric Flair because he's such a public figure. You'd hear about it on the news in Charlotte. And I guess that's what she meant. I felt that. It might sound weird, but I did. It, it, her promo was so genuine and so real, it, it felt right. And her winning felt right. Uh, her dad coming out, I assume it was a surprise. It looked like a surprise. Unless it was, you know, uh, a work. I don't think it was a work, but who knows? It doesn't matter. It was a great moment. It was a great moment. Um, when Rick came out and embraced, I, that's why I don't think you go to a graphic. You just don't put a graphic up. Coming up, uh, this uh, you know a tag team match, whatever you don't you don't do it. Let's go to break, dude. I mean, really, it's a great moment. Fade the black and call it a day, and come back, and then <laughs> you know, it was, it was I, when you go to. And I talked about this in the past on the Taz show. When you go to a graphic from a strong moment, you forget about that strong moment. 
because now you, what you're thinking about is the graphic you're looking at. In that instance, it was a tag team match that was coming up. Well, Taz, I try and hope the people will come back after break. I know that. I understand. I did that for a living. I was a salesman on the air. I know the role. But there are times where you will go to break and you don't use a hook just because it's such a great TV moment and you want to let it breathe, as we call it. Let it breathe. And that was a moment, if they watched it back, they should have let it breathe. <clears throat> so, you know, sometimes when you're doing so much TV like WWE does, things just, you know, you kind of could get complacent or you get into a rut where it's the same thing over and over again. All right, match, blah, 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 segment, match ends. Okay, graphic, commercial break, come back from break, B-roll. It's like you get into this routine and it's redundant and it's like it's like the 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 uh the hamster in the on the wheel, you know. Bad analogy. A mouse on the wheel. Fishbowl wheel. Just two lost mice swimming in a fishbowl. Just two lost gerbils swimming in a fishbowl. Dennis and a gerbil swimming in a cave. <clears throat> it's a million jokes. I'll leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, what else on SmackDown? So, all right, uh, just to jump ahead a little bit here, like a <clears throat> couple things. I talked about on the show yesterday, on my show, maybe with with uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, you know, go to something where because they got taken off the European tour, where they just come out, they're in the ring, there's no music for them. They didn't do that. They had a backstage interview with them where they had bitter and disgruntled and we should be facing the shield and all this stuff everything they did everything typical wwe with the heels typical everything then they put him in a match and then the, the raw crew comes out and it's five against three with the shield and uh new day and sammy and kevin and it was so obvious what was going to happen sammy and kevin bailed so, let me get this straight. You expect me to believe that these guys really got taken off this talk because they had heat? You, you expect me to believe this, WWE? Really? I, I don't believe that. I didn't believe it when it happened. I didn't believe it because, you know, stuff, the stuff with the, the Randy Orton tweets back and forth with Kevin, I didn't believe that. Um... The Shane McMahon promo the week before the European tour where Sammy and, not Sammy, uh, Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon with George Jackson back and forth, that they're not team players. These guys really had heat, ladies and gentlemen. Do you think that they'd be in the main event on SmackDown? Oh, wait, that's the same heat that Enzo has, right? Wrestling reporters and experts and hardcore fans that know everything. Because you believe all these copy-paste sites that put shit out there? That's not true? That stuff, right? All that stuff? Right. Got it. I want that kind of heat when I was a wrestler. I want that Enzo, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn heat with The Office. <laughs> Where you're putting a main event on a massive TV show. <laughs> and you don't do the job! <laughs> uh, Sammy and, um, and Kevin. Hey, hey, not, I'm not knocking those guys. I'm just saying. Like, 
I mean, Dennis, you followed the story here. Do you, do you, am I connecting dots for you here? Do you see what I'm saying? The disconnect with the whole heat thing? Yeah, you explained it live time perfectly. And to get back to it now, it's like moral of the story, don't believe everything you read on the Internet. Oh, Jesus Christ, don't. Please. No, never. And and YouTube. <laughs> and shoot interviews Jesus. and all that other shit. Dude, man. Oh God! They um, when Raw came out and all that, I thought it was I thought it was very good. I liked it. It was very exciting. It was long. It was very long. I liked the girls going in the girls' locker room, beating up the SmackDown girls. I liked that they looked at Charlotte, and no one really attacked her at first, and then Alexa slapped the piss out of her. That was really intense. Really helps their match for Sunday. I liked that booking a lot. WWE, good job. Um, I liked all of that. I did. Um, I like pissed off Kurt Angle. He needs more help than that. You did there, which what you guys did to him Monday sucked. He needs more. He needs more heat. I like, I like it. I like it. I like it. It's good shit. Angry Kurt is a good drawing Kurt. Um, the thing that. Two things that jumped out to me immensely. Um, Shane McMahon, they beat the hell out of Shane. And the announcers told a good story with that. I mean, Shane got beat up a lot. Quite frankly, too much heat on Shane. Physical beatdown. And he wouldn't stay down. He kept getting up. So I I, I don't know if that's just inexperience with match time and stuff like that. I, I That could be what it is because he just kept getting... Like, when I say getting up, you, you, please don't tweet me, and, and I'm just, it's going to sound very rude what I'm about to say, but I have to say it like this. Please don't tweet me like you know what I'm t- talking about when I say that, because you don't. You think you do, but you don't, okay? When I say getting up, I don't mean he's standing up to, on two feet. He's not selling and staying dead down or selling down. He's selling, but he's kind of awake, and he's moving a lot, which makes the heels have to keep beating him up. Trust me, even though, well, I was going to be even more rude, but I'm not going to. Sarcastic. Sometimes, Dennis, I have a sarcasm. I, I have to stop that. I'm being a little rude sometimes. You know. All you got to do is say all caps before you, you say we got to Caps. <sighs> got to stay down. Trust me. I was far from a guy who sold well. I bumped good, but I wasn't a good seller. But I could tell when a guy's not selling right. I just couldn't do it. He was selling fine. That's not the problem. He just wasn't staying down. You know, you know, I've been in that role as a heel when you got to keep a guy down with other heels. Beat down Jones. And if a guy keeps getting up, you got you to gotta just stay on his ass and you get pissed. I've told guys, yo, stay down, dude. Like, you know. And the more you tell him stay down, the more you start stiffing a guy. And that's the truth, because you get pissed. You don't want to stay down? I'm going to make you stay down for real. That's how this happens. So, something else that jumped out. And I said this before the break. Someone did not get the memo that there was a game Triple H, where was he? Where was Triple H? 
And why am I whispering? I don't know. But this leads to what I said yesterday and I've said in the past. It's built for his pop, for Triple H's pop. Why are all these other men there? If it's full throttle, bop, 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 Triple H is not there? I know why he's there. It's a rhetorical question. Uh, lowercase r in parentheses. I know that the inside jargon of the Taz show. I know why he's not there. Trust me. When I say why is he not there, I'm just asking the question for you all. Samoa Joe was there. Finn Balor was there. They were getting physical as hell. Kurt Angle was there getting physical as hell. Braun Strowman was spotlighted, spotlighted properly and handled perfectly by the company. He was there wearing a raw shirt, too. I was impressed. They were all there. The SmackDown guys for the 505 traditional Survivor Series elimination match was all there. Shane took his lumps. Oh, I shouldn't say they were all there. John Cena wasn't there. My bad. Was Orton in that mix of the fight? I think he might have been. I know Rude was there and Shinsuke was there. I don't know. I don't remember seeing Orton. I think I did. I can't recall. But I know I didn't see Cena. No. So let me get this well, straight. Well, nobody can. So the... <laughs> you son of a bitch. All right, so let me get this straight. So you're going to add the two big names, and then when it's to go home, they're not going to be there to help and be involved to really amp this thing up. Because they need their spotlight. They need the pop. And the game needs the pop. Everything is set for that. Everything. Set for that. I told you guys that. That's not new news behind the scenes, by the way. <laughs> I'm just being frank, man. I'm just telling you how it is, dude. And, you know, whoever likes it, likes it. And anybody in WWE don't like it, I really don't care. So, it's pretty obvious I don't care. You know, um, side note, the fight was excellent. The brawl spread out all over the place. It's hard to do this stuff because there's a lot of bodies. You got to be careful no one gets hurt. And you got to make it come off the right way and be physical enough. Shinsuke Nakamura, my man, I love you. Never met you. Respect the hell out of you. You shouldn't have wore red. <laughs> right or wrong? He's wearing red pants. You know, you, you got to wear black or wear blue or wear a different color. I'm sure he has other colors because you got the SmackDown, the Raw guys coming out with the red T-shirts, and he's wearing red. That things and, I know. Uh, well, I didn't. Well, I didn't like the. I didn't like the Shield shirts. Horrible. It reminded me of those jerseys that are horrible. Oh, I hate when those. you know what I'm talking about, the double gimmick Jones, like yeah, like the moms in the stands and like one son's on one team, one son's on the yeah. other. I hate that. I hate that. That and some. The other thing I noticed: Samoa Joe in jeans. I don't mind that. I think. Well, I think I that added that. to it. Like it made it feel more. Yeah. Uh, you said you didn't like it. Now you say you do. See, that's the problem. See, I got to be careful, Dennis. We're trying to teach you on the air. You're going to be the star of of what's the name of your show again? Dead Air. You're going to be the star of, star of that. You have to learn. You have to stick to your convictions, sir. You said you don't like it. Then you said you do. On the fence city. That's what that's called. I said I didn't like it. Please, don't attack me, okay? So, so now. No, I don't have a problem with small joint jeans. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh, it's not a rocket. Um, here's the thing. What was I just talking about? Uh, right. Shinsuke wearing red. He's wearing red. You, you, you can't do that. You can't wear red. 
when the guy oh the shirts the the half shirt the shirts were horrible they were so stupid it was so stupid the shield half shirt with the it was horrible and if you are a parent of a player two boys two sons who play on two different teams or girls you shouldn't wear to Dennis's point a split jersey well my one son plays for Michigan and my other son plays for Penn State so I'm gonna wear a split jersey when they play each other no you wear a Newberg jersey or a Matt Stack t-shirt I was gonna say Newberg's not even funny you can buy a Monroe Woodbury Matt Stack authentic throwback Dude, if we could find a Matt Stack authentic throwback, I would wear it, and I would sell them on the Taz show, and I would keep all the money and give him zero royalties. I think he'd be That's all right with I that. Mean. Good businessman. So, yeah, the game wasn't there. Um, Got to be there. Got to be there. I'll tell you who was there. That's my man down in uh, North Kakalaki, Pat. Not to be confused with Pat McGroin. Pat, you're on the Taz show. Rumor has it uh, you were the guy in the stands with the uh, Taz show sign. Oh, hello, Taz. Yes, sir. You on the air with Taz? How are you, Hoss? What's up? Good. I hate to do this to you, but uh, first time, long time. Oh, Lordy B, right in the end, bag. Got it. Uh, sound effects stores on pause right now. Uh, so, how was the show? Um, it was it was pretty good. Um, I was down on the floor in the uh, aisleway opposite of the uh, hard cam. So when um, when the invasion started, Seamus and Cesaro ran right past me, and I almost caught a shoulder. Ooh, that would have hurt. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah Seamus is a big dude. Oh, he's huge. He's huge. I, I know that. Uh, more importantly, did anyone try to take the Taz show sign from you? No. Okay. Uh, well, I, I, was actually, you... I, was little, I was a little worried about that, actually. Right. No, well, I... you were far enough back. I think maybe that's why. But I appreciate that you did that, dude. Seriously. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, I wanted to mention something that you, had, I think, talked about before with the uh, ring announcer. Yes. The, the, the whole one fall thing. One fall! Yeah, yeah, my man there. What's his name? Hamilton. Greg. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, it just, it just kind of got annoying. Like, he's waiting for, like, the, the reaction from the audience. Yeah. When, when, yep. when he says it, it just, just kind of got annoying, you know? When you're there, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I... I uh... You know, it's funny. I think if you do you do the pause once or twice in a show, I mean, I guess he does. It's like it's become his gimmick now. So I guess that's why. Uh, I, I could see what you mean, though. I could see what you mean. Um, do you think are you, any, uh, like, what's sorry. that? No, you does go ahead. He get, does he get any uh, flack from, from the people backstage? Because he's kind of, it's almost like he's trying to become bigger than the show. No, I don't think he gets flack. If he would have, they would have made him stop it a while back. You know what I mean, dude? I don't think he's getting any flack um, for for it. Seriously, uh, I don't. You know, and I I kind of railed on him about this in the past, and then I communicated with him a little bit, and you know, I think he's um, I think he's just it, 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 it's something that took a life on of itself. Um, you know, I I kind of put a spotlight on it so now people notice it. You know what I mean? And Pat, thanks again for doing what you did. Thanks for calling very much. I appreciate you calling, and thanks that uh, you made that sign and brought it to the show. I, I I you know look, you know that's what I do. Sometimes I put a spotlight on stuff creatively that doesn't fit where I right or work right, and then I bring it up, and then uh, you know, so I do, Dennis. I enlightened. I enlighten people. You know what I mean? I mean, you've so. certainly enlightened me. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, on that note, uh, can't follow that comment. 
I will go to break. I'll start a break. I'll keep talking about SmackDown, take some more phone calls. I'm going to talk about the college football uh, playoff rankings. I'm going to get into that a little bit here. I'm going to talk a little football for sure. Um, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Taz Show, sit tight, be right back. One hour down, one hour to go. Taz Show, Wednesday edition. Live at Taz.com. Radio.com app. I appreciate it. Maybe listen to the podcast, uh, which drops every day at uh, TuneIn or Spotify, sorry, or iTunes, or the Radio.com app. I appreciate that. Read my man here, Rocky Patel, on Twitter. At The Rock is back. Old school Taz Show fan right here. Update promo Jones right here. He used to send stuff in back today. Really, really uh, dedicated fan of the show for a long time. Appreciate your rock. He said, uh, in defense of Hamilton, this is uh, Greg, the ring announcer for the SmackDown. Says, in defense of Hamilton, he doesn't he doesn't do the one fall thing on every match. <coughs> Excuse me. Just the, the more big fight feel ones. Also, did you notice the Usos didn't attack Roman? They just stopped and looked at him. Ah, thank you, Rocky. Uh, actually, I did not notice that, to be frank. I did not. That's interesting. Family, right? His cousins, they're, they're cousins, I guess. So that that's the thing. I didn't notice that, though, to be honest with you. There was so much going on. I, I was too busy, Rocky, looking for the game. <laughs> Where is he? I can't see him. Hey, John Jimmy, you see I triple A? I don't see that son of a bitch anywhere. Where's the game? I don't know. I've been looking around for him, Billy Bobby. He was nowhere to be found. You know, there are a lot of fans that feel awkward when you do the... What's her name? That The Southern Belle? Uh, it changes all the time. Susie, Sally, yeah. something. Sally, Susie, something yeah. Yeah, they, they feel a little like they need to shower if they hear you do that. It's kind of awkward. For every, them. every time I do it, it gets very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you need to stop that voice. And you do it so proudly. Um, Seth, because I like when he does it. Okay. It sounds so funny. Why, thank you, good <laughs> sir. If I wasn't with John Jimmy, I'd give you a run in the mulberry bush. I might be the only guy who thinks this is funny, but I don't give <laughs> Let's go out to Cali, California, speak to our friend Miles. Miles, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, Hoss? How's it going, Mac? Ah, uh, you know, bad in Midland. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, um, I'm from Japan on the whole AJ segment. <sighs> AJ, oh. dude, listen, I I like what Daniel Bryan did in the promo, kind of mocking uh, Heyman. I thought that was very cool. Um, I didn't expect that. I I it was some of my more uh, how do I word this? Uh, as of recent, mic work by Daniel Bryan that I've liked. Uh, I, I did. And, Miles, thanks for calling, buddy. I appreciate you. I definitely, definitely liked it. It was different. I thought, I thought Daniel Bryan did a great job with it. It was funny. It was entertaining. Um, 
And I, I thought AJ's promo work was great too. I mean, I, what he said was real, you know. Uh, and and I'm really looking forward to this match, and what Paul's promo, how great that was on Monday, and then yesterday with Daniel Bryan. I, and not you don't even need these guys to cut promos. People want to see this match, for sure, with AJ versus Brock. Uh, really, it, it, look, it's as a, and we're gonna tomorrow on the Taz show. We're gonna do a. Uh, because there's no show Friday, so no Tash show Friday. So we're going to do a prediction. I'll do a prediction show tomorrow on NXT and on the uh, Full Throttle NXT prediction and uh, uh, Survivor Series. So I'll give more detail about it tomorrow. But, God, I mean, everyone's looking forward to this match. And, and the, the title belts just, you know, they just, they just make it. You know, Universal title versus WWE champion. I mean, it just makes it. You know, makes it even better. But there, there's so much to look forward with this match. Again, I don't, I don't want to upcut myself, and I'll just get into more details tomorrow about it, like I said. But, um, it, you know, it, it's going to be awesome. And, I, again, like I just said, Miles, I think I think Daniel Bryan, it was excellent last night. You know, I do. I, I think as long as he's not doing color commentary, I'm happy. <laughs> so uh, I think he's really good on the mic. I, I, I was a big fan of his in-ring work as Bryan Danielson, as Daniel Bryan. Uh, tremendous, tremendous talent, no doubt about it. As an undersized guy, I, I, as a fellow undersized guy in the wrestling business, I tip my cap to him. He's had massive success, um, and and he's earned every drop of it. Uh, but my man is not a color commentator. That I can tell you. Um, it, just because we've heard him. What was that on a 205 tournament? Was that where he was? 205 tournament, Dennis? You don't uh, know. No. Maybe so, the UK. No, that was that was Michael Cole and uh, and uh, which is Nigel McGuinness here. Yeah. So I think it was the U, not the UK. You, damn, you screwed me up. It was the um, it was the first two hundred five. The captain must have been producing the show then, or maybe it was Robbie. I don't know. Um, might have been your transitional time when you were coming in into the Tash show. That is those great times. Man, do you miss those? You're not kidding. The hopes I had for you on this show. Amazing. Huh? Just like you've done for your mom, you've let me down. That's where the dreams go. Right down the toilet. And how do you buddy up with this guy and run amok with him and run around with him all the time? And he's such just he just he's a flop city failure at a lot of stuff. Well, as I've stated, I'm not really friends with him. I just be nice to him sometimes here. As quickly as possible, I run away from him when the show ends. Mm. He loves to be around people like you, Anthony, and Pat McGroin, all those guys. He loves anybody that he is beneath him. Well, what happens is, is Seth, when he gets here, the two of them, they act like high school bullies. Yes. You told me. You said this about a hundred times, Dan. Thank you. Would you be you my said, suck guy? You say, <laughs> you say it all the time, man. He says the same thing, Dennis, over and over. They're bullies. They're bullies. They're bullies. And yet he does, he has no evidence to back it up. He just says it. He's starting to turn into the boy that cried wolf. Cruiserweight Classic was where uh, Daniel Bryan was doing a color commentary. Thank you, Seth, the lead producer, for the message. Happy to help. 
And then he followed up with a second text about you, Dennis, that you really, okay, I won't say it on the air. It was not nice. I so, know, feel free to read. No, 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 no. They're looking to get rid of you. That's all I'm telling you. They're looking to get rid of you. So now <clears throat> we got a situation. Let's uh, back to let's talk in here about, um, about SmackDown. I, I talked to you guys about how awesome of a moment it was where, you know, we saw Charlotte Flair become the SmackDown Women's Champion. And she had an excellent match with Natalia. And I think Natalia, uh, my friend Jeff Jones, the judge, you guys remember him from Dub, he tweeted something, uh, and paraphrasing I'm doing for his tweet, something along the lines of, don't forget the great dance partner. Everybody's talking about Charlotte. Uh, don't forget the great dance partner that Natalia was and is in that match. And he's right. Um, former champ, and she put together a hell of a match with the challenger who's now the champion in Charlotte. So... Tip your cap to Natalia, and thank you for the judge for putting that out there because he was right. He did that yesterday. So, yeah, I give credit where credit's due, Dennis. I don't play games. So, <clears throat> now you have a vacant spot in the 5-on-5 five five traditional Survivor Series elimination women's match where, you know, you, you got, a, a, I think, a phenomenal team on the Raw side with Alicia Fox, which I'm so happy for her that she's the captain of the team, that she's getting this kind of push, Alicia's been in, in the company for a, a good amount of years, and she works very hard. She's one of the nicest people you're ever going to meet in your life. Uh, just really, really, really good girl and very hard worker. You know, very, very hard, very talented. So to see her have that spot, I don't think she's getting enough credit for that, and I don't think WWE's getting enough credit for that, <clears throat> that they're giving someone like her that opportunity. Look, she's captain, captain, captain I should say, of a team with Bailey, who you would think, she, you know, she could be the captain, even though she's been de-pushed a little bit lately. Or Sasha Banks, who you would think, well, she should be the captain. Or Asuka, obviously the biggest push female they got. She should be the captain. Nia Jax, she should be the captain. No, Alicia Fox is the captain. So all those, those other four girls <clears throat> you would think should have been because of their push and success <clears throat> in the company, the captain. Instead, they put the captain spot on Alicia Fox, which I say, good job, WWE. That's how you make someone even more. That helps her. That helps her. She needs that compass. She needs that. And that's good. That's good for Alicia. You know, so on the other side, you know, you got Becky Lynch as the captain. And you got this empty spot. You know, uh, uh, you got Carmella there. You got, uh, man, I drank too much coffee. I'm like, I got like this whole throw thing going on. You got uh, Naomi, you got Carmella, you got Tamina, you know, and, and uh, yeah, four, right? Yeah, and you got an empty spot now. Because Charlotte Flair was supposed to be the girl in that spot. Who goes in there? Hmm. Well, I don't know. I think it's a pretty obvious thing who it probably will be. And uh, probably Paige, I would think, right? I mean, is that the, the, the words on the, in the dirt sheets and the scuttlebutt, Dennis? Is that what they're saying? Um. That means you don't know. No, but I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to give away. Page. Oh, well, you know this? No, 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 no. But Monday, Paige was. What happened? She got a little. Well, I didn't they, want to the say rumors... What don't you want to say? That she the rumor that she was backstage. Yeah, but she was supposed to. Uh... I know debut. Supposed to be the one who won the match and barely won the match. I know, and people know this. And okay, and well, the thing is, because some pit, no, it's okay. Listen, don't get defensive <laughs> with me right now. I will go off on you. So now I get I'm very sensitive. Uh, you, you know, they, 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 um, 
apparently some photos leaked out. I think it was her and Alicia Fox, meaning Paige and Alicia Fox took a photo and it went on Instagram. I don't know why they would do something like that, the girls, that you got to be smarter than that unless the office said it was okay. Who knows? I don't know what happened there. Um, unless that's how they're leaking stuff out. I don't know. I, I'm a little surprised that that happened. Uh, WWE talent, she's very smart with their social media and calculated, and they usually don't, they usually make sure that it's all cool before they do stuff like that. Um, but it seems like this is a perfect opportunity here. Um, you know what? I'm starting to think now. I just something just crossed my mind. Oh no, Dennis, conspiracy theory. Oh jeez, it's my favorite Taz. Oh boy, here we go. I hate doing it, but I got to do it. Let's hear it. All right, this is what I think happened. I think they put that photo out there. They told it was the, the photo was Alicia Fox and page wasn't it on instagram there were two there was that and then page took a uh, a quick video with renee young yeah so that's a work the whole thing's a work so they were told i think they were told to do that and i'll tell you why because they they probably realized they were gonna they, they thought about ahead with smackdown they were gonna put the title on on charlotte now that leaves a vacant spot and they could just have her go on the smackdown side page and just have bailey win on monday if you follow the bouncing ball, I just said there. That they makes, created their they, they created a great spot. It was very smart what they did. If I'm right, and I think I am right, this whole thing was a work with Paige got a little heat or this photos. Dude, I'm telling you, and I just said this three minutes ago. They they the WWE talent, especially at a freaking TV taping. They are not a TV shoot. They are not randomly posting on their social media's photos backstage without getting clearance. From my good pal, Mark Carano, my buddy. Was that in all caps? Yes. It sounded all caps. Bold, underlined, italic. <laughs> Highlighted in red. All the other lettering, font size was eight. That is bold, italic capped highlighted 13 size my buddy these people backstage don't do stuff like this they don't just post photos because they're not thinking they all think and especially when you're at tv so they created a little scuttlebutt and they created their own buzz which is smart they're using social media to their advantage and they're working everyone which is what they should do. So, okay, we're going to make sure now we, we know that in Charlotte, we'll put the title in Charlotte, on Charlotte, and the place, place will go crazy. It's a great TV moment. Rick, we'll, we'll get off the off the, the, the steam of the 30 for 30 from ESPN. We love Rick. Rick's part of the WWE family, and rightfully so. Um, we could have a great moment with him in Charlotte, and it's just great for business, and putting the title back on Charlotte will work. And we'll create that gap, that hole. We'll give Bailey the raw spot, and now we'll, 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 well, who's it going to be? Mystery. Everybody loves to surprise, surprise, surprise. That Survivor Series. Who's going to be in that slot? Enter Page. That's my conspiracy theory, and I, the more I'm talking, the more I'm talking myself into it. Mm -mm -mm. 
There you have it. Let's go up to the Cuse. Syracuse, that is, for the New Yorkers. Uh, Hoitz, Hoitz, you're on the Taz Show. How do you say your name, Haas? Halls. You get it right for the most part, Taz. You, you got it. The moment, I the remember moment. You, called the show. Hey, you called the show before. I remember you, man. How Anytime, are you? Taz, I love your show, dude. Love it. Um, I, I'm in you. football hell right now. I was just telling Anthony how bad our Broncos are. I, uh, if you don't beat the Bengals this week, I'm going to throw myself off a cliff. It's that bad. I mean... Well, don't do that, but I understand you're upset. It could I mean, be worse. You could be a Giants fan. Yeah, well, that's I know. true. I, I know, Dennis, but, it, it's, yeah, but you, your Giants beat us. I mean, how does that make you feel any better? Good point. But see, that's, see, see Hulse, that, Hulse, that's, that's the problem with Dennis. He does comments like that to make people feel horrible. That's what he does. He's good. He's, he's, misery he's, loves he's company. Son of a gun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Ken, I just want to tell you um, on your Eddie Guerrero segment how – Phenomenal that me and my crew in Syracuse loved it. I mean, we got seven of us that work on my security company and listen to your show every day without fail. Okay. Thank, um, thank you. And uh, that Eddie Guerrero just showed another side of you that you don't get to see of you that much or sentimental side, even though I yeah. dare use that word with you. Um, no, I, just okay. thought, <laughs> I just thought it was awesome. I just wanted to tell you that. I just want to put you over. So. Well, that's very kind, dude. I appreciate it. I was, you know, I'm speaking real. You know, I, I, I was what I said. I, I mean, and I meant, and and that's a, a, everything I said about Eddie is how I felt. I mean, it's, it's like you know, uh, how, you know, it's he, he was so special of a, of, a, of a performer and a person and a guy and a friend and a worker and everything. You know, uh, I appreciate that that you said that, Halson. Thanks for calling, well, I dude. And I, once, you know, we we do security oh. for. WWE backstage. I got to meet him once. Uh, not not a big conversation, but you can just tell he was very passionate about the business, you know. And that was yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Do you do uh, security like uh, like um, like like for arenas, like at stadiums and yeah, stuff I like do, that? My, my company's Legend Events. We do arenas. We do it all over Central New York. Every time WWE's in town, they call us. We do, you know, we we do grill position and then we do the ring, and it's uh, it's it's, a, it's it's fun. Um, you know, me being the owner, I'm usually backstage, so. I get to meet a lot of the uh, talent, and it's uh, it's a humbling experience, and um, it's it's awesome, it's awesome stuff. So, cool, buddy. You know. Well, look, man, I appreciate you calling and all the support, and tell all your boys I said hello and stuff, and thanks, bro. Okay, thanks. I guess we hung up on him. I thought the man wanted to say goodbye to me, but you people are rude. Who's the guest call screen today? Anthony, right? I don't want to. I don't want to rat oh, him no. out. All right, no, no problem, because I, I know there's other people I'm running a around. Mark. I know there's other people running around the call screening room. Uh, I got to get into the college football um, rankings here. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to have time in this segment. I'm going to have to do it in the next segment. Uh, but tomorrow, Dennis, I definitely I, I, got to put on the docket. I want to do a full throttle, um, basically uh, preview-esque type of prediction, gimmick shenanigans, Fern and Burnham, you know, on, on everything here. You know, with the with the Houston takeover card, the, uh, the war games, and into everything uh, – you know, into the Survivor Series, a whole yeah. thing. It's going to be a fun weekend of professional wrestling. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's actually WWE. It's sports entertainment. It's a full weekend of sports entertainment because WWE not allowed to say professional wrestling. They're not wrestlers. You can't, can't say it. No, this, is, this is not, not what happens. So uh, they got the NXT. Speaking of NXT, that's tonight. <sighs> I've been watching... I haven't been watching NXT enough, Connor, per se, but uh, I've been watching here and there. I've been putting over Sienna Omos. This guy really grew on me. 
So uh, tonight they get a. We're having a face to face tonight. Him and Drew McIntyre. Finally, face to face. Got it, got it, got it. And the Moon will also take on Mercedes Martinez. I uh, will also make. Will Ember Moon make, this is what they're saying on WWE, will Ember, I read this wrong, sorry, will Ember Moon make Mercedes Martinez eat her works? Mercedes Martinez, I've talked about it before, she is a, uh, just a tremendous, uh, tremendous, tremendous talent that's been been around the industry for a long time and, and a veteran and she's a true pro and uh, it's good stuff right there. So, um, you know, she's very good. So I'm looking forward to that. And the games between the street Profits and Sabatelli and Moss come to an end. Sabatelli and Moss look like a million bucks. You know, they do. They're very, they're heels where you could just dislike them right away by looking at them. But there's something missing with these two guys. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger. I will get it. I will get it. And I don't need anyone to tell me what it is. I think I will figure it out myself. See, Dennis, that's a nice way of me telling you people, don't tweet me this. Don't tell me what it is. <laughs> that was a very polite that, right? way to do that. <laughs> yes, I don't. I would like to something... figure it out for myself, please. Yes, I, think I, I haven't watched them enough to figure it out. I will watch them more. There's just something missing there. And I don't mean to be rude. I think the, it's obvious. I know they both have a very powerful football background. They're legitimate athletes, which is great. It's great to see people like that in our business. You know, uh, so that's cool. Um, you know. So uh, we shall see. So NXT's tonight, uh, and that's the deal on that. So uh, I'm going to go to break right now. Other side of break, uh, get into this with much-anticipated college football ranking chatter, which I've been saying I'm going to do, but I've been sidetracked talking wrestling. What the hell? Who cares about wrestling? Nobody listens to that wrestling. Watch that wrestling shit. All right, Tasha, I'll be right back. Show fourth quarter city coming at you. Show talking a lot about SmackDown Live. Going to get into the college football playoff rankings that just came out. Uh, first, I want to say um, here, uh, gentlemen, a person named Cal on uh, Twitter at cmk seven. Uh, they'll let everyone down. They'll just be natty, not in a sense that natty's bad. Just everyone wants Paige and natty coming off. I disagree, Cal. I mean, you know, look, there's a slim chance she might be right. I don't think so. I think they're going to go Paige. I think when there's smoke, there's fire. The girl was backstage, I think, at both shows, meaning Paige. Um, I, I don't – it actually, to be frank, coming off a loss of losing a championship, if I'm Natty, I don't want to be in that Survivor Series five-on-five female match. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be. I'd want a, a little – um. A little either downtime or something. I'm not saying that. Of course, I'd want the payday. I'm sure she wants the payday, the money, of course. And it's all business. I know that. From a creative standpoint, I think a little bit of not out of sight, out of mind, but I just think you're coming fresh off a loss. 
you don't want to be one of five girls. You don't want to be thrown into a match like that. You don't. My, my opinion. This is my opinion. But Kale, you know what, Kale? You could be right. Maybe she is the... I don't think they would do that. I think that's a little bit... You know, it's a little too much of a letdown, and that's not disrespect for me to Nat and Natalia. I don't mean that like that. It comes off like that, but that's not what I mean. I mean that we just... She's been heavily pushed on TV. When you have a mystery spot, a lot of times, most of the times, it's, it's a surprise. So... It's someone you don't expect. And I think the casual fans will not expect Paige. Um, the people that are in the wrestling community that follow the wrestling business, they, of course, they're going to they're gonna expect it. You know, um, especially now that I just said it. No, I don't think I'm the only one with that thought. I don't think I'm the only one with that thought, I should say. So, uh, let me get into a little... Uh, let's play that uh, college football intro for the Taz Show in a 3 2 one Okay. College football. Playoffs. Here come the rankings. We had some kind of a. I guess, of course, they're moving everything downtown from the studio that they took some of our audio elements. That's nice. Um, so. Did we have some kind of a fancy Dan football gimmick? Give me something. Wait. Huh? We got we got something. Hold on. It's, and three, two, one, go. I, I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. Three, two. Okay. I'm very impatient. I need three. Well, let's... take this all out of. <laughs> I can give you a three, two, one. Do do da da. All right, you got Alabama. They're sitting in the one hole. Yep, Alabama. Alabama is number one. Clemson's number two. Now, Alabama obviously belongs to number one. Ain't no doubt about that. No argument there. I don't have an argument with a lot of actually uh, the top ten. Georgia really dropped immensely. After what happened and uh, that throttling they took, uh, they, they dropped. Uh, my thing is Miami. Miami's at number three. I, I'm on that Miami bandwagon that a lot of fans are right now. Miami, Miami is arguably the most exciting team in college football right now, in my opinion. Um, I, I, I think it'd be hard to argue that. I mean, they just, watching them, uh, they they just bring a certain energy that is really uh, just crazy, crazy, crazy energy and excitement to their style of play. Um, so for me, the higher Miami is, the better. I mean, sitting at three is ultra, insanely crazy, nutty, impressive, we, as we all know. But uh, uh, I'm not saying they should be number one, but good Lord, uh, <laughs> they are... They are. You ever see? Have you watched Miami play, Dennis, this year? Uh, just Saturday's game, and then uh, highlights here and there. But Saturday was the first like large chunk Notre of the Miami Dame. game. Dude, they beat the piss out of Notre Dame. I think they beat them like forty to seven or forty-one to six or something ugly. like that. Oh my god! And that Notre Dame team was no joke, no joke. You know what I mean? But this this Miami squad is legit they are back miami football is back and they are not playing games man so um 
you know, that... Uh, look, I, I, if I'm... As I look at the rankings and you look at, like, okay, the AP has Miami number two, but that's not part of the college football rank, like the, the football rankings, because there's different rankings. That's what fans maybe don't understand. But we're going off of the... Um, we're going off of the what do you call it, off the rankings, uh, of the college football rankings uh, list, not the AP, not the coaches poll. There's all different ones. It gets confusing, like for a casual football fan, um, you know, it can get confusing. Uh, Clemson, no, I, I didn't want to skip over Clemson. They're number two. I don't know if I mentioned that, but but they are they're obviously powerhouse for sure. Uh, Oklahoma's at four. Look, Baker Mayfield, just about locking in. I think that he's going to win this Heisman. I, I think he's probably going to be the guy. That wins the Heisman, and I don't think anybody can throw a flag on that. They proved how powerful their offense is to me against a unbelievably, insanely, crazy, powerful defense of TCU. Okay, um, I know you saw this game, correct, Dennis? I did. I was slipping between that and the Miami game, and Dude, both TCU were defense, uh... legit. And you guys, I know you're an Oklahoma fan. You guys, you guys brought it to that defense. Seriously, no. I mean, both games were were decided at half. I mean, not decided. I mean, TCU ended up scoring in the second half. But the yeah. first half, both team Miami and Oklahoma, respectively, dominated. The um, Wisconsin Badgers. Wisconsin, this is a squad that I've been talking about for the whole season. They are 10-0 right now overall. Okay? 10-0. Okay? 10-0 overall. Now, some would say, well, strength of schedule, blah, blah, blah. They're ranked five. Look, they, I've watched them play enough. They've, they 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 are as advertised. They are they are, I, you know, they they're the highest ranked Big Ten team, um, right now, and they should be. You know, Penn State dropped big time. They're at like thirteen or something like that, somewhere in that world. Ohio State, I think, is eighth or ninth. Notre Dame, and some polls have Ohio State eighth. Some polls have Notre Dame eighth. And Notre Dame and uh, Ohio State kind of 8-9. and nine, But Ohio State's Big Ten and Notre Dame's not. I don't know. Wisconsin is definitely the best Big Ten team. Um, a lot of fans are not. A lot of strong college football, like SEC fans or something like that, they're not, they don't believe in the uh, Big Ten. They kind of knock and rip it. I'm a Big Ten fan, so I, I won't do that. But um, I think this quarterback, Honeybrook, for, um, I think he's a sophomore for Wisconsin. I think he's very good. Um, I think he does make a lot of mistakes, uh, like a lot of young college athletes do. He's big, strong kid, strong arm, but he is, some of his decision-making is, I don't know if they could win with him in, in the big, big dance. That's my point. You know, um, talk a little bit about Auburn. Georgia is a team that, you know, now, by the way, Auburn is the only team in the top, no, they're not the only team in the top 10 that has two losses. They're the only team in the top, well, they were... Auburn is what? Sick. Not They're the highest-ranked two-loss team. Highest-ranked two-loss team. That's the best way to put it. Thank you. So, uh, yeah. Penn State is the team that I didn't expect to drop like they did. I thought Penn State early in the year looked awesome, and they did. You know, that, that was no secret. But, you know, things have changed for them a little bit. Um, you know, two back-to-back losses. You know, uh, what was that noise? What just happened? Are you Okay. Yeah, I had. I thought I was going to sneeze, and I didn't. That was disgusting. Sure, I don't need to hear you. You don't. You're not part of the show anyway, so you're just a producer. Uh, Ohio State uh, beat Penn State a couple weeks ago by a point. 
and uh, and that was at at the Horseshoe in Columbus, and it was a great game. Ohio, uh, Penn State was winning that game. I watched that game. They were winning the whole effing game, and it was just some bad decision making, some, just some bad coaching, just bad, and at the tail end of that game, and that's what happened. Ohio State were, were the victors. Um, and then they lost last week. Not last week, uh, two weeks ago. No, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. The Ohio State game, I believe, was three weeks ago. Two weeks ago, they lost at Michigan State 27-24. Uh, so, you know, you got two back-to-back Big Ten in-conference losses away games in two tough places to play. Uh, you know, and then they bounced back uh, with a win, uh, a beating of Rutgers last week. Um, and they played Rutgers at home. And they beat Rutgers 35-6. to Now they play Nebraska in another Big Ten game. And Nebraska just is not what Nebraska we thought they were going to be. And they just – Penn State will win this game uh, on uh, Saturday. Uh, it's a 4 p.m. game Eastern. So, I don't know. Penn State definitely dropped a lot. I thought Penn State would, would definitely stay high up uh, as the season went on with the college football rankings. I was wrong. They did not. Um, they did not. They did not. So – I mean, if you're looking at it, I, I got to say, like, out of all, you know, Alabama blur, deserves to be in that one spot. Georgia, like I said, you know, they, they dropped a lot. But, God, I mean, I, I believe in Georgia, too. I mean, I, there's a lot of good teams right now. I mean, they're, they're, these, 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 these schools, they're, they're, these top top ten, they're all, they're all legit. I mean, look, look at Georgia. They got one loss, and they lost at Auburn. But they got their ass kicked on the big big TV game, 40 to 17. You know, if it wasn't that bad of a score, they're not gonna drop like they did. You know what I mean? That that's the gimmick. You know, there's no computer polls, there's none of this stuff that decides who goes to, you know what I mean, who's the champ and all that other crap that used to happen. Right? What do you think, Dennis? Right? Most I would assume all college football fans are fans of the whole playoff thing. Yeah, I find it very difficult to have anybody argue for the BCS. You got four teams now. The only thing I hate people that are like, "Oh, we need eight teams. Four is a good number. Four is a good number. I agree with you. So every week they put the polls out, and the four the four changes. You know, like like who's the you know what I mean? Who the four is? What four are? Eight teams would water down the regular season. Yes, completely. So right now, if you know you're looking at the the top four: Alabama, Clemson, Miami, OU. I I got no problem with that. I got no problem with that. I, I I tell you, Miami man, I'm just I'm I'm they are on the hype train. People are all over them right now. I believe in them, but damn, Oklahoma just they get it done. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, in, Alabama, what's that? Say again. I mean, Clemson at two and Miami at three. They're already locked in to play each other at the uh, for the uh, ACC a, championship. A, that's ACC championship. that's a built-in playoff game right there. So absolutely, that's a, absolutely a built-in playoff game. You know, so you know, I mean, Clemson's nine and one, Alabama's ten and zero right now. So uh, um, a couple of teams have one loss. Oklahoma has one loss. Who else we got? Auburn, I said, has two losses. Notre Dame is at uh, eight. They uh, have two losses. Ohio State has two losses. Penn State has two losses. So um, you know, we think TCU they dropped at like twelve with that type of defense, but that loss, that marquee loss to to Oklahoma, really dropped them down a lot. That's what happens to a lot of these teams, dude. When they play against you know the bigger programs, they just not bigger programs, you know, like other marquee teams. And that's when you got to really win. That's when you got to really dominate, you know. So because I was surprised Oklahoma won as as handedly as they did. So was I. So was I. 
No, I was watching uh, Alabama. What did they play? Mississippi State, right? Correct, yeah, they played yes. them. Yeah, and Alabama won, obviously. But I'll tell you what, dude. That was a game. You know, that was game early. early I mean, I'm trying to remember now because I watched so much football on Saturday. That was a game for a good chunk of the game. Like, yeah, uh, Alabama scored with less than a minute left to, to go yeah, ahead. Yeah, that's right. I got confused with a different game. But, yeah, I know it was a close game for a good amount. Mississippi State was battling. They were playing at home, Mississippi State. So, uh, but it was... um. It was a battle. It was a battle. It was good stuff. I mean, it was a good game. So, look, man, I mean, if, 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 if you're not a college football fan uh, and you're like one of these guys or girls that's just an NFL fan, I'd never understand that, to be honest. I don't. But, you know, there's a lot of people that are NBA fans that don't like college basketball. Me, I would lean more towards college basketball than the NBA, even though I do love the NBA. I mean, I, but and, and I want to talk more NBA this, this, uh, this coming weeks here on the Taz show, you know. Uh, Celtics seem to be just, uh, you know, see Kyrie Irving, bro, he wore a face mask Jones. You see that? Because he, he got injured uh, the other day, I think on Friday or Saturday. The old you see the face Lecter mask? Yeah, he had the mask on the gimmick. He's wearing a hood. He's like a luchador, Kyrie Irving. Luchador. Luchador number 11 on the Celtics, scoring points at will. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was watching uh, a little bit. I was watching a little bit of the Rockets and uh, Raptors yesterday, last night. James Harden, bearded Jones. Got a beard like you, James Harden. And uh, they're looking good, the Rockets. They're, I think, like 11-5, 11-4, something like that. Uh, but they did lose yesterday. They lost to the Raptors. They got beat up by the Raptors, actually. I'm looking at the score. It's 129-113. to I just segued into talking NBA. Unbelievable. Spitball of sports. Smooth. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the deal. Uh, what else? I put out a tweet, by the way, about I congratulated Maggie Gray because the announcement was out that um, – that the uh, they announced uh, on the uh, morning show with Boomer, Boomer Esiason and WFN, they announced the afternoon drive show that will replace Francesa. And as I said earlier, the three three people. And one of them is Maggie Gray. Now, I um, I don't know Chris Collin. Like I said, Bart Scott I met once. But Maggie Gray, no, because uh, her and my man Moose, you guys know Moose, Mark Lucis, uh her and Moose did a show on CBS Sports Radio for about three or four years, I think, on either Saturday or Sunday. Is this show Saturday or Sunday? Saturday, 6 to 10 a.m. Yeah, I've been on that show a few times, and Maggie's also a big wrestling fan, Maggie Gray, by the way. So uh, I, I know Maggie, and that's why I wanted to put out a nice congratulatory tweet to her, because um, that's a very big deal, um, getting an afternoon drive show in not just a top 10 market, but New York City, which is the number one market in the country. So uh, for radio, it's a big, big deal for her. And, and being uh, with a team with Chris Collin, best of luck to him and Bart Scott, the three of them, replacing uh, a legendary radio broadcaster, sportscaster, like uh, obviously Mike Francesa. So that's uh, a big shoes to fill. But you know what? Like, you know, um, you can't, like, you know, I think with, with radio, too, and it's like anything else, people get used to what they listen to, especially with radio. Uh, a lot of times with radio or, like, now with podcasting, you know, a lot of people that do shows or podcasts or do live streaming radio or terrestrial radio, what I was just talking about, broadcast radio, you know, you're part of people's everyday life, and people get used to that. So, you know, like, if you're a Mike Francesa fan or a hater, it don't matter. If you listen to his any of his program every day, He's part of your life as someone that you, is entertaining you or giving you info or whatever you're using to listen to a show. When that goes away and a new person comes in or a new team comes in, right away there's doubt. Oh, God, this is going to suck. Oh, no, this will be horrible. 
oh, this is going to be rough. Like they just announced also, Boomer uh, will now, start, I guess, start in January work with uh, with Gio, Greg G- Giannotti. How do you say his name? Giannotti? How do you say his name? Greg Giannotti. Greg Giannotti. So congrats to him, too. I don't know him, but he, he'll he be doing, he'll be uh, taking the, the, the power chair that Craig Carton had. So, you know, congrats to that guy, too. But I'm just saying that he's, he's you know, people are used to hearing Boomer and Carton, you know, so they're so used to that. You know, this guy Giannotti, it's hard. It's hard for people. They expect you know, and it's unfair. You can't. It's you. Sh- I don't think you should compare when when people get an opportunity to get a show, and if they want to take that opportunity, the programming experts put them in that role. And if these people want to take it for their career, that's their prerogative. That's so be it. I mean, it's. Um, I understand why fans do that. Radio fans or for sports fans, and they get pissed like, oh, this guy's gonna suck. Oh, this guy. You know, um, you know that type thing, and, and compared to him or compared to her, and it's unfair. You can't. Everybody has their own style as broadcasters. You know what I mean? Everybody has their own style as uh, content providers. So um, you know, you just can't. Uh, uh, I don't know. You just. I just don't think that's right. I I know why people do it, but it's just it doesn't. If you really think about it and you get mad, it's I've talked about it a little bit in the past. <clears throat> it's like this this show here with different producers, you know, like there's been so many different producers over time. And that's just part of the radio business. It happens. You know, it happens. I mean, um, where producers move on to other shows or they don't fit on a show or don't fit for their schedule or they get an opportunity to make more money somewhere and they move on. It's just part of radio. I mean, so I've had different producers here, pr- producers here, but. You know, and and people get used to hearing those producers on the air with me, and then when they go, it's like I I, I still laugh because you hear it. All, you know, oh that's, oh they're gonna be, you know, that's it, they're gone. Oh that show's gonna be a problem now. Oh, the, the, dude, when the captain, because people are so used to, when he was on the show, they were so used to that. It was like, oh, oh your show's in trouble now. I'm, I would laugh, and my bosses were laughing like, dude, really. It's not nothing against the captain. It, it's nothing against you, Dennis. It's, it's I, you know, I have the show. It's my show. It's, it's my, my, um, my thought process, my opinions, my feelings on topics from wrestling and other stuff. And that's the show. And, and it's not just me. Anybody who has a show, the producer is. Uh, no one says no programming, radio, TV says, all right, this producer is great. This producer's awesome. So, um, Joe Buck is friends with this this producer. So let's give Joe Buck a show just so we can have this producer on his show. Like that just make Dennis. You, I don't know if that's a bad example, but you get my point. Like it, it's stupid, you know. Yeah the the host is who you're coming to see, and like even even for me, like as as much as you provide me an opportunity to speak on air, and I'm very grateful for that. I'm at the end of the well, that's day. That's ending, I'm, though. But that's that's ending it. <laughs> yeah, basically, that whole that whole rant you just went on was basically to say that I'm being relieved of my duties. That's basically, what you were getting that's at. What, that's just a nice way to put it. That's really that's really all. Really uh, but to, to go back in a, on a serious note, I obviously I much appreciate the, the platform you provide for me. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm quote unquote just a producer. So that's that's my job first and foremost. Nobody's coming here to tune in to my takes. Nobody. As we no. well know, all the fans come in to, to bury me, which thank you, That's guys, right. for the support. We, we at CBS are just hoping that you could nail down this producer role. Uh, that's the first goal. Uh, you could figure this part out. You know, 
That's what we're trying to get done here. You guys are finding the right motivational tactics. You recently said to me, you were like, hey, I want you to treat this job like you attack a deli counter. And that was the clearest, most easiest way to convey what I need to do. You are a pit bull for sure. Uh, You're more like a St. Bernard. You're more like an orangutan. Or a panther, random. So, uh, yeah, anyway. So... (laughs) Some kind of jungle of, cat. Something. Some kind of a cat. So <laughs> so anyway, so that's the deal. So you know what? Congrats to all these people. That's great. So um, uh, it's awesome. Now, soon, um, I've been talking a lot about, when, before I wrap the show up, I've been talking a lot in the recent past that there'll be some changes maybe for 2018. Some stuff's changing. Um, not sure of everything yet. Well, we'll know, uh, I think, pretty soon uh, what's going on. I will know more information. Um, there's a lot of stuff. I hate to use the cliche, but I have to because it's, it's apropos. And it's, there's a lot of moving parts going on right now in the company, uh, creatively, contractually, structurally, because of this merger that's firmed up just about, I think, today or tomorrow, like with Intercom and CBS Radio. So. It's been going on for a long time in the company. I don't think fans realize like, how long this has really been going on. Um, I just can't wait for the end. Uh, <laughs> right? It seems like we all behind the scenes have been talking about this thing like forever. You know uh, what I mean? It's, like, it's been incredible. I don't want to say annoying is not the right word, but just uh, no annoying. Antici- right. We're we're all anticipating the next move, and, it's, and we're finally close to the finish line. I know, and, and fans don't know about this, and I they, you people don't need to know, but I. I like to bring people behind the scenes, and uh, people I think like to hear this stuff. And you, you've been dealing with this too. You work for the company. Uh, you can't wait for this thing to come to a head finally, or what? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just need to know if I put one Z or two Zs on my reference sheet for you. That's a one Z, sir. The one Z, and you don't need to add me to your your reference sheet. I'm good. Thanks for joining the show, uh, and uh, so yeah, um, so yeah, we're just uh, we're trying to figure this whole thing out. What's going on, and. Uh, so uh, there's there's a lot going on, a lot going on here, and um, all I know is uh, there'll be a Tazathon possibly coming, as I said in December. I talked about that earlier. That'll happen most probably. We will do a special this Sunday right after Survivor Series, live, live, 11 p.m. Eastern. All right, um, we will do that. Um, uh, can we get confirmation by tomorrow if we're doing video on Sunday? If we're gonna have the capability because of the move, the physical move. Uh, hopefully, we have that info. Tomorrow, as I said, uh, I said this earlier, we'll do a little kind of prediction gimmick. I'll talk about NST War Games in Houston and the uh, Survivor Series and, and do prediction double whammy Jones. So it'll be a fun show tomorrow because there'll be no show on Friday. And that's the deal, guys. I appreciate everybody who called and interacted on uh, Facebook. Facebook? No, you didn't do that. On Twitter. I appreciate it very much. Uh, love you guys supporting the show as much as you do. Really spread the word of the show and Get the word out there as much as you guys do, and I appreciate everyone who has done that already. Thank you. All right, guys. Uh, I'm Taz. You're not. Adios.
with no grades. We ordered the kids' meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So go and pour another drink just to get 